Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only that do not represent any other individual or organization. Carl, it is episode 14, and I have to say this, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you yes. as well, Frank. It is It is National Star Wars Day, because, of course, May the 4th. May 4th. And uh, very exciting. Did you uh, did you put on your Yoda ears or your Boba Fett costume or anything today? No. I, I got my replica lightsaber out and laid it on the couches in case, uh, you know, anybody uh, decided to try... Uh, Come in and you—you you never know. Somebody might don't. come in and try to, uh, you know, steal your droids and sell them for parts. This could happen. This good could happen. It—it—it it, it could, but you know, I think we're pretty safe here in the city of Tonawanda. So I think uh, we're just—we're just gonna have a, a great day. The rest of the day today, I know a lot of my friends were going to binge watch uh, some of these Star Wars movies and. Uh, Read some books and uh, just uh, get into the spirit of it. It's a great day. Do, do you get into the spirit by reading books? Has, has reading come back into fashion? It has. I've, I've seen that uh, a lot of the local booksellers, um, you know, hard books, not the ones that you would read online or in your Kindles or whatever, but they are starting to see an uptick in sales uh, thanks to a couple social media platforms uh, that are pushing, actually holding the book and that, the tactile feel of turning the pages and giving a book club together and exchanging um, different authors and series. For, for the young folks out there that don't know what a book is, it's kind of like the internet made out of trees. And uh, it takes a little bit more to find what you're looking for. You have to actually read things. But uh, th there is there is something to be said about a fine collection of, of, of bound knowledge. There There is no substitute for getting youngsters the reading habit. Do you, do you remember the encyclopedia salesperson coming around when you were a kid? Barely. Well, where we lived when I was when I was a kid, there was there wasn't too many people on the block, so we were like almost like a flyover block, and we just never got much attention to salesmen or root salesmen or. We were down there on Delaware Road. Like we got everything from oh, the yeah. knife but sharpener, the peanut guy. Uh, we got the. Uh, Funk and Wagnall's Encyclopedia guy, the Britannica guy, and then of course you know there's all the other things that came through and the Amway and everything. It was quite a uh, from, yeah, quite even, a busy area for yeah, us. Even uh, the, the solicitation licenses must have been really uh, busy. I know that a lot of solicitors in a lot of uh, communities you have to have a solicitor's license. Yes, yes, which is very important. It kind of keeps you know like the mundane fly by night you know you know. Electric head shear sharpener guy, you know, at bay or... You I'm know, here to prune your plants. It's a special this week only. The microfiber pillow uh, cell guys, you know. <laughs> now, May May the 4th, of course, is the day before the big one, Cinco de Mayo. Yes, it's Margarita Day, some Taco Day, some good burritos, and Paolo Chicken Days, and uh, it's what? a great day if, if you are a foodie, Oh, I and know. I know Frank is a foodie, folks. I am. Puerto Rican beer and rice is one of the ones that I love so much. Taught, taught to me by uh, a friend that I grew up with, uh, Nino Hernandez. And he taught me how to do that. And he could he could pop it together in what seemed like minutes. And me, I, 
I goofed it up a good dozen times before I got it to be really good. It's, I, it really takes a technique. I wonder if there's one particular section of the, of the country that really celebrates Cinco de Mayo in true fashion. I know that in San Antonio, uh, down in Miami they do. Uh, there's a few places uh, in uh, southwest uh, California near the border there that really goes all out. You know what? It's, it's these celebrations, these regional things. I was amazed because we just, we just finished up with Dingus Day. And I heard on the news that Buffalo is really the center of it for the nation. It has the largest population of uh, Polish Americans celebrating Dingus Day. Celebrating Dingus and Day. And I just I thought this was I thought this was kind of a national thing. There's other national days. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. Ready? Let's go. Um, it is today is also National Forty Five Day, and it has nothing to do with your age. Well, nope. it sort of does. It might if you if you know what a forty five is. And I think I know where you're going with this. You. You are talking about records, the 45 record? Yes. We're talking about vinyl. We're talking about the 45 RPMs. Very nice. Um, we also have <clears throat> Kind Day, and it's an acronym, Kind Day. Can kind. you guess what it is? Kind Day. Are you lost? I, I, I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah. Kids in Need of Diapers Day. Oh, okay. It is it is a campaign to make sure that uh, your little ones are not running around unprepared for special events. Very good. Uh, tomorrow is not just Cinco de Mayo. It's National Candied Orange Peel Day. Uh, that's got to be your favorite. Right up there with popcorn, right? Uh, no. But no. I, I, I'm just imagining what candied orange peels are. Uh, it's actually rather... It really is... Orange peels, and they are done in a caramelization and candying process where they are sweet and sour and bitter. Uh, you know, no, no umami there. We have, uh, but, you know, sweet, sour, and bitter is kind of there. Good for you. I, I imagine it's, it, it's some of the same stuff that I imagine you put into that fruitcake that you keep on passing around every Christmas to a different member of the family. Yes, every, every year. I think this is going to Cousin Joe this year, the, the fruitcake. Yeah. It came from Paul to myself, and I think I'm going to just pass it off on to Joe. Now, do you freshen it up with a little bit of rum before you, you set it on to the next one? Put some Ab more weight to it? Absolutely not. This thing is petrified. It's, uh, there's, there's probably 0.1% moisture content in this. It's, it's, not, over it's not as petrified as the child that somebody's going to try to serve it to. It is, it is over, it's over, I think, 15, 16 years now. There was a date on the bottom of the box, which has started to smear, but I believe you could still look at it. And did, did it come in a K-Rations container? No, from, uh, like no. The it would still be tree. safe. It would still be safe to eat if it was a K-Rations. Uh, there's, there's one more day, and it's kind of cool. Now, we, we all make New Year's resolutions. We all do. We can. Well, most of we, we do, or we think about it, and some of us think about thinking about it. And by January 2nd, it's gone, just like some of the toys on Christmas Day are already gone yeah. by noon. And guess what? Tomorrow is National Renewal Day. It's a second chance. It's a second bite at that apple. You can. It's everything from refreshing your home yes. to refreshing your spirit, mm. uh, refreshing your mind, refreshing your body, refreshing your soul, I like that, and refreshing your your pattern in life. So they said, you know what? I wasn't ready in January. It was cold. I was not going to give up my chicken wings. But no. now, now it's it's May the fifth. Yes. I have a second bite at the apple. But you know what, Frank? Let's let's just step back just for
for a quick second and just let's recognize another event that is recognized globally today, and that is International Firefighters Day. It is not. It is so. I didn't get a card. I didn't get flowers. I didn't get anything. Did you? Yes. Oh, I, I am slighted. I, I am not on the mailing list. I got to thank you. So that, that's, that's, you know, I don't even... I don't even think I was going to expect that today, but my neighbor shouted over, hey, happy Fireman's Day. So, I, I cool. didn't even know. You know what? We're so involved in being first responders that sometimes we just don't even realize. And do you know why it's celebrated on May 4th, Frank? Say no. No. No, I do not. Okay. So, the patron saint of the fire departments globally, worldwide, is St. Florian. Yes. And today is... The feast day of St. Florian. So it's just a natural progression that we celebrate International Firefighters Day on St. Florian's feast day. St. Florian and firefighters and Star Wars. Could there could this day be any more bold and brighter and full of opportunity? It's just the lineup for renewal day in Cinco de Mayo, I think. It's just it just it just gets everybody ready. You know, that's kind of funny. You make your New Year's resolutions New Year's Eve. Yes. And by New Year's Day, you got to be like, oh, man, I already, right. I already goofed that up. What was well, that now we have that? National Renewal Day, Yep. and we got Cinco de Mayo coming up right on its heels. I, I think it's set up for failure at this point, because <laughs> I am not going to miss Cinco de Mayo because I feel that spiritual need to do so. I, I No, Cinco de Mayo is there. You know, we have a lot of historical things going on. we got the historical side of the Tonawanas. This is a huge, active a uh, little group. It's actually a small group, but a very active group of people. Yes. And thank goodness we are in the endemic. They have announced their spring teas, which were very popular. And now it's open again. It gives an opportunity. And they're going to do their first one on this Saturday, May 7th. Uh, it's it's for Mother's Day weekend. Okay. And uh, what it is, it's, you know, uh, you can do, celebrate Mother's Day with your daughter, your granddaughter, even a friend. Uh, it's going to be at 1829 Long Family Homestead, and they're going to have some scones. Uh, they're going to have some different recipes. They're going to have some different foods going around and jams and different things to try. Okay. And they're also going to have, like, milk and lemonade and stuff for younger guests. But it is just another fantastic opportunity here in the city of Tonawana to participate and enjoy something really cool. And if you already got plans for Mother's Day weekend, guess what? They're going to do another one. On June 4th. Okay. And uh, so those are there. The Historical Society of the Tonawana is always doing cool stuff. We have their, their newsletter that we get and we go through and they're getting ready to do uh, the, the explorations of Western New York and the historical homes. And they're also going to do City of Tonawana and North Tonawana. And if you want any more information on anything that's going on, you just reach out to the uh, National Historic Society and the museum, and that's area code 716-694-7406. I'll say that again. 716-694-7406. If you just don't want to call anybody, you want to shoot them an email, it's tanahist at gmail.com. That's T-O-N-A-H-I-S-T at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, you have... All sorts of different programs that they run every month. They just uh, they recognize different people. Um, they they bring up different parts of history and different displays. And of course, their their archives are just absolutely enormous, absolutely enormous. So it's it's always fun 
And uh, the newsletter's a lot of fun, too. They put some pretty cool historical pictures in there. I love the pictures that they put in there. It really ties everything together because we're fortunate enough that a lot of the pictures that were taken back in the day, and I always say 100 years ago, well, truly it is more than 100 years ago, they're still intact and they're uh, conserving them and digitizing them and making catalogs of them and getting uh, recordings you know, written down and so that the next generation, the next generation really will have a, a great, um, useful encyclopedia, if you will. All right. I'm looking forward to the railroad station on Five Corners there to be opening up because they had some wonderful displays in there and that's, that is the original uh, boarding station there for the railroad that ran through here. It was the first railroad in this area and of course, well, for the Erie Barge Canal being down here and and the Lumber City and so forth, there was a lot of people moving around. And uh, I'm looking forward to that because that's it's so cool to walk in there and you really step back in time and these displays, they're, they're, they're very, very cool. But there's other things going on. Now, I know you went to, you went to the breakfast I last did. month. And, of course, I missed out yet again because I had an appointment that came up at the last minute. So I have still not had the famous breakfast. Frank... It's good and bad news. The oh. good news is you have one more chance this Saturday to get in on the VFW breakfast over on Elgin Street. Last one Last for one. this summer. Well, for the summer, that's the bad news. They're going to be shut down for the summer because they're going to be doing some renovations and some painting and spiffing up over there. But the last breakfast at the VFW Post over there at Elgin Street is this Saturday. I, I I do have appointments all day on Saturday. This is this is discouraging. I so what, do you know when they kick back off again? It'll be in September is what they're telling me, the second Saturday in, in September again. So I don't know if I can wait in line that long. I'll probably have to go and then come back. The, four, the 14th is the last one. So you're going to be busy on the 14th? Remember, it's the yeah. second Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Well, the second Saturday of the month. Well, I for am. everybody else who enjoys a phenomenal breakfast for the... Low ridiculous price of eight bucks. You know, do they have carry out? Is there is there takeaway? They call it takeaway in Canada, but but here we call it carry out. Do they have carry out? I'm not going to commit to yes or no on that because I'm I'm not sure. You get your plate, sit down, eat, go back and get seconds if you wish. But I don't think you know filling your pockets or a baggie is what they had in How mind. How did you know that I had pockets made out of baggies? Well, you 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 see right through me on this. Stuff. I do you know. Really do I do know you so. So just a reminder, uh, the last one is going to be May 14th at VFW Post 7545, right there on Elgin Avenue. Um, and they also have something else coming up, is their car show. Oh, I love car shows. June 5th, Sunday, June 5th, right there, rain or shine, 110 Elgin Street in City Tonawanda. Um, get a hold of those nice folks over there if you want to participate. Over there, and there's many local sponsors. So that's terrific. Now there's there's a lot of things that are, are going around. Uh, we have a guest that's going to be coming up in the next episode, in episode 15, and uh, those are the folks from right here in Tonawana. They're over here on Main Street. One of our uh, very happy small businesses that made it, survived COVID. Yes. Uh, as far as the 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 shutdown of of all the retail outlets, and that's Sativa Remedy. And you've been speaking with these folks. Yes, they're. They're very, uh, they're very excited to. Uh, you're going to have some very uh, good news for everybody in the uh, in the neighborhood. They're going to be staying 
Uh, they've done a, a remodel and a reconfiguration of their storefront, um, and that will allow them to continue on in business in the city of Tonawanda as one of the dispensaries. Yeah, and they do. It's, it's health products, but it's not just, here, we're going to sell you this. They also do education. Education. They, have, they, they do a great educational program there. Uh, it's, not, it's for well body, mind, spirit, uh, holistic medicine uh, that they, they do. They have salves and bombs for like uh, deep massage. If you have like, like knee problems or shoulder problems, they have uh, Arth products for that. Arthritis, arthritis, and skin relief, conditions, and CBD oils and bombs and salves. It's uh, they've got it pretty much covered with with that whole uh, line of products. And we're and not going to burst their bubble. They, they they have a surprise that they're going to talk about on the next episode. They do. So we're not going to burst their bubble, but no. Uh, tell us more. Well, I'm going to let them do it. They're going to they're going to come in, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll be releasing that uh, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. We'll be pushing that one out. Um, but I'm excited for them. Uh, they're also going to be open during the fireworks on the Fourth of July, along with their other neighbors on Main Street. Uh, they're probably going to be out there with a table, informational table, maybe with some samples and. The, the whole fireworks thing is really going to be uh, a real benefit to, to the business owners on Main Street and in the immediate area uh, because it is going to give them more direct exposure. Instead of pulling people away from downtown, uh, it helps move them closer to that, plus our new revitalized, uh, the, the Young Street, which is... is uh, Canal Street, the Pavilion. Canal Street, the Pavilion, and all the other there. It's going to be there. showcasing that. They're going to be... The Canal Street Pavilion and that whole area over there is going to be very fam family-friendly with music and shows and artisans coming in. Um, they're looking at busker groups coming in, uh, little one- or two-man band kind of things, and, and playing uh, entertaining. Our neighbors right folks. there just over that short bridge. It's Webster Street downtown. Webster Street. They've gone through their renaissance, and yes. they've got wonderful things there as food well. Truck, food Truck Thursday starting up, so that's another reason to be downtown for that. Music on Wednesdays, Thursdays. Uh, Tonawanda is rapidly becoming, once again, another destination. With, with no negative connotations to it. There, there was a period in time there where there may have been an area near here that was known as the pub crawl, uh, which did not necessarily, uh, didn't really lend to the ambiance for that family-friendly atmosphere. But now what, what's done is it's, it's just evolved. And so we do have our pubs, and we do have our vendors, and we have all sorts of retailers and food and, and candy and, you know, and, and music and all these other things. And it, it's, it's really the revitalization on both sides of this bridge, right in this community, yep. now dropping the fireworks right there with all this development. And it can only showcase us all the better, and I'm very excited about it. And the and the reasons, you know, people are still talking about it, but the mayor from North Tonawanda, mayor from City of Tonawanda, John White, they they got together and they made more of a business decision because there was no money in the budgets. So so then you're going out and trying to get support from your neighborhood. Uh, businesses and you know the businesses in your city you know to ask them you know for a little bit of help to put on a fireworks show 
And then talking with the fire chief and the police chief, which was what their next step was, and see if it was feasible for the bridge again, because the bridge is used for fireworks for the Canal Fest. It mm -hmm. had been in the past. So they pretty much had a, a floor plan, if you will, on how to set them up, you know, how far back the setbacks had to be, you know, where you can have the people, you know, up to a certain point. And it works out a lot better financially for the city because you're not paying all that overtime for the city and fire departments to close down, you know, a third of the streets, they said. And then you have the short-term gridlock of Niagara Street, Broad, Adams Street. Um, now it's just going to be folks just parking in the area, walking. There's plenty of, of seating available, you know, like on the streets or in the parking lot by the old McDonald's. Or even if you want to go on to the other side of the canal, you know, situate yourself over on the North Tonawana side. And, and for people that, that are healthy enough to walk and so forth, that means that the riverfront parking areas will still be open Absolutely. for parking yeah. right next to the bike path yes. that leads right to the fireworks. Right. And you so it's it's kind of a win-win all the way around. Yeah. And and like I used to tell the kids, you know, when we used to go, you know, to the fireworks when they were younger, you don't have to be underneath them. True. To see them. <laughs> I mean, you could you could be 50, 60 yards away and still hear them and feel, you know, the concussion shock and See the beautiful colors and the way it's meant to be let, seen. Let me do the background for you. Ooh. Yes. Ah. Yes. Oh. Yes. I used to, oh. we used to go uh, with, with uh, you know, some family members and uh, my wife's Aunt Lynette, Aunt Lynette Ryan, uh, used to name every single firework. They would go up and say, oh, there's the red chrysanthemum or there's the blue bell, you know, the blue bell angels or there's the Twizzlers or, but every one that she had and she just enthralled the little ones, with everyone that she had a description for. And she, they, they were just you know, like an autom automatic. They were I, just I couldn't be up. that creative. It'd be like, that's Fred. That's Jane. I, I, I wouldn't be able to come up with But she that. would do it every every year. It would it would be so wonderful to, to have her do that. And, you know, she's probably still doing it, you know, like, you know, <laughs> occasionally from her backyard. She could probably see the ones from uh, UB. Well, you know, when we, when we were kids... And, you know, just, just, just a couple years ago, I mean, you had Sheridan Park had their fireworks, Lincoln Park had their fireworks, Grantwork Park, this park. They, every Grand Island, Fantasy had, Island had, had them. Everybody had a different one. And now, because of the expense, because of, you know, changes in population, so they, they started to limit. So this one here in the city of Tonawanda. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. And it started to draw in everybody. Yeah. And... Sometimes a blessing, sometimes a bane. I mean, we like visitors to our community, but right. it would tie up traffic for hours yeah. after the fireworks. Yeah, you'd have a 20-minute show, and you would be stuck in traffic or somewhere for a good hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. So now, the, the Twin Cities, yes. which all used to be one Tonawanda before they broke it up a, a century ago, we're back together again. We're co-sponsoring, co-supporting, and putting it right on that border, right along that canal. Um, yeah, Renaissance Bridge. And beautifully developed on the North Tonawana side, beautifully developed on the City Tonawana side, and all the river is going to still have its parking open instead of having to be sealed. Right, right. And the boaters will be, like, on the river. They'll, of course, be prevented from be cruising up and down the canal. But you'll probably see them out, you know, drifting in the, uh, in the river as I think that's a safe distance away. But, yeah, it's going to be nice. And, of course, 
you know, after the event, the, the, you know, the city leaders will probably sit down and do a hot wash and discover, you know, like what would be better, what would be, you know, can we do this again? I'm here? sorry, a what? A hot wash? A hot wash, yes. That, that is a new term to me. Corporate, I want to use it. What does it mean? Corporate speak for let's talk about what just happened. A hot wash. Yeah. Kind of a cleansing thing. No, you're not cleansing anything. You're just you're just putting everything out there again. You know, like before you you would do like a, maybe like a tabletop. Well, well, I've heard I've heard whitewash, which yeah. has a completely different meaning. Wash. Yeah, no, it's a hot wash. Yeah. It's a hot wash. Okay, so go on. You do a hot wash, and and, and so then you rinse and a spin dry. Bring bring everybody together and and talk about you know what happened, what were the positives, what were the negatives, and then move forward from that, and hopefully. Um, Enough information is put together, and of course, the public feedback is always, you know, welcome and critical to everything that we really do. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, not to discount, you know, the folks who were um, hoping that it would be on the river again, um, but just circumstances, you know, the stars just did not align with it, and so they made a decision to at least have some instead of the skies dark on the 4th of July, except for the neighborhood, you know. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, with, there, are some, there are some neighborhood displays that actually might rival some smaller villages and cities uh, in the country. Three, three minutes after the municipal fireworks stop, the display is everywhere around my house yeah. in the city. I'm I, not going to identify the location. I'm not going to no. get anybody in trouble, but... but it's it's quite impressive sometimes. Yeah, and actually, probably the fireworks usually start around like June third, fourth, and run up until maybe August fifth, sixth. What I don't like is the you know the M eighties at two o'clock in the morning. No, nobody appreciates yeah. that. And if you're if you're planning on doing that and getting a, a you know getting a chuckle out of it, uh, there are people that need sleep. There are some dogs that just are so sensitive to those sudden loud banks, my dog uh, included. Now, why don't put something in, in the pocket here, and it kind of corresponds with Firefighters Day. And we talk about positive stuff, but um, Fletcher Elementary here in the, in the school, they're, they're building a new and expanded campus, and it is it has come together and is beautiful, and uh, I guess I understand that they're on schedule and they're, they're rolling in. Uh, there was a, a pretty terrific fire that was there several nights back uh, where some yeah. storage trailers, it wasn't the building itself, a storage trailer went up. The city of Tonawana Fire yeah. Department. April the 24th. Mutual, yeah, April 24th. The, the mutual aid agencies came in. They contained it. They controlled it. They knocked it down. They didn't have injuries. The performance of these, these career and volunteer uh, agencies was phenomenal. Absolutely incredible, and and we're blessed to have them. But uh, we're grateful that uh, the building wasn't damaged anyway. It was just you know parts, a uh, couple trailers of parts, and it was uh, absolutely, absolutely fantastic what they did. And so we want to thank the firefighters. But Carl, we have another massive group of folks that need to be recognized. And as, as we're getting close to uh, another another June. It's Thank Our Teachers Week. And if, if you're a teacher, which you are one of uh, the teachers, I myself was, a, was an instructor teacher uh, for many years in my former career. And it was very satisfying to look out 
at your students and see the little light bulbs, you know, their eyes opening wide and then just, I've got it now. I get it. And so that transfer of information from the instructors, teachers to the students goes all the way back into Roman Greek days oh, where yes. it's been recorded. Um, and they're critical to the next generation uh, absorbing information and getting that spark, whether it be in science or math or, you know, like some of my former teachers uh, got me very interested in like the industrial arts, metalworking, welding, woodworking, uh, print shop, you know, going back really far, a print shop where we had, oh, yeah. you know, we had to, you know, set the type ourselves. Big rolly and the sticky ink and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, with our uh, Mr. Giordano in the uh, Kenmore School District. He was he was our uh, yeah. our print and photography back So To all the here. teachers, past, present, and the teachers uh, who are going to be following in their footsteps, thank you. Thank you so much for teaching us uh, languages, math, sciences, industrial arts, home economics, uh, physical education, uh, just. Teaching, you know, just teaching the next generation yeah. and coming up. It's a rewarding career, and uh, like several other people, I, I believe that you just can't pay police, fire, teachers, and a lot of other and a lot of other uh, professions uh, enough. Yeah, I, I've been blessed to know uh, many teachers uh, over the years. Now, I, I teach adult ed. It's 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 kind of like trying to rodeo squirrels at sometimes. But these folks that are in the grade schools and the middle schools and the high schools, they, you look at it, well, you get weekends off and you get, you know, uh, snow days and so on. And, like, that's like that's the job. And it's not. So many of these teachers are, they're up very late at night. There was one teacher I knew in particular, and I won't say her name, but she was up until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night every night going over homework, going over tests, preparing lesson plans. And she set aside a budget out of her own paycheck every week to buy the materials that couldn't be afforded by the school system yeah. for her students. That's and she's not alone. That's ridiculous. And when you look at the amount of time, of course, our children are home. I'm a, I was a, I was a parent when my kids were home. You know, I was home unless I was you know working or something. But the teachers during those school years, six and a half to seven and a half hours a day of direct continuous contact. Yep. It's monumental yeah. how much they have an effect on. You have kids. teachers that show up early for mentoring and tutoring students, and to help them out with, uh, you know, a possible personal program or problem that uh, the the kids might be having. That, you know, like they have a trusted uh, teacher student relationship, and they stay late after school to help those kids uh, push through, get those grades. Um, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful. And then you've got uh, English, English as a second language teachers yeah. that never get recognized uh, in, until it's time for them to graduate their class onto another, another uh, student going into another field or something. Special ed teachers. Special ed teachers uh, or children gold. with special needs. I don't know, yep. just gold is a, is a great term. There's just so many different facets that are there. Professors who are teaching the next generations of doctors and dentists and physical therapists, physical occupational folks. Um, it goes on and it, on. It goes on, and we, we have to thank them. And one of the students that I think we could, we could really put a, a, quick, a quick note on is Paige Ben put on a program uh, last, 
last weekend. Uh, she registered over a hundred humans and there are furry ones for a dog fun run over at Vets Park. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and, and she did a lot of hard work on it. And we're congratulating Paige Ben once again. Uh, she did a wonderful job. And if you didn't know, Paige is one of the individuals, uh, with a little help from her, her folks, of course, that put together a drawing and uh, a dog park. Let's just, let's just say it. Remember the dog yes, park? Yes. We talked about the dog park. Well, the dog park is not, you know, unconsidered or it's it's not like uh, like a like a dead issue right now. Uh, it's it's just sitting there waiting for the right opportunity uh, to come back again. It's it's fermenting. It's it's growing it is, roots. We're looking we're looking at possibly putting it you know one place or another. But the common council certainly hasn't forgotten about it. And we haven't forgotten about Paige Ben's uh, efforts on that. Um, and efforts for our small businesses, uh, I just want to mention that uh, on May 2nd, a couple days ago, the application uh, process opened up for Erie County's uh, storefront revitalization program. What's that about? Well, we've got some money from Erie County and it's up to $40,000 for our small business owners and small businesses less than $5 million in annual gross income from uh, 2019 and 2020, 75 or fewer employees as of I think March so 17, a true small business. A true, true small business. Minority, minority women-owned service uh, businesses, disabled veteran-owned businesses, and applicants from the same commercial business district are always welcome to apply for it. Uh, the county's got $10 million set aside for this. Grants up to $40,000. And it's 100% paid for by the county. There's no upfront cost for the small business owner. So it's not like a program they had a few years ago where it's 50-50. The small business owner... It uh, doesn't have to come up with 50% of whatever their budget might be. The county's going to pay it up to $40,000 along with the architectural costs, along with the building permit costs. Uh, you so just need to apply, and it's for... It's for you have to either own or lease right. a space at a physical location that's yes. zoned and licensed for business yep. within Erie County. Must be a for-profit business. Um, and this is for, it says, exterior building, facade improvements, permanent outdoor fixtures, ADA, Americans with Disability Act, yeah, so if your business uh, building is, code compliance. So yep. that, that's in there so we it's can get our, absolutely. our uh, mobility folks through there. That's great. Yeah, there's a few businesses right on Main Street when uh, Jenna Cook and myself uh, were, Jenna Cook is the City of Tonawana Council President, when we uh, went to a few businesses on Monday, we passed out, you know, some flyers and some information um, and told them, you know, to reach out to the county. Uh, we pass out flyers and there's a, a phone number and a website. So what's nice about it is, is that you apply for it and they'll they'll take it from there. And it's for like lighting, paint, awnings, uh, making your entrance ADA accessible, making your entrance a little more energy efficient putting in energy-efficient uh, windows instead of the single-pane windows that many of the older businesses have. Uh, they would put in the double-pane uh, nice. windows and, and upgrade all that. It's to help the small business owner who has suffered for the last you know, two years or so 
uh, and give them the spark where they really need to, uh, you know, have their business uh, more attractive, and they'll stay. They'll stay and they'll thrive. And the other businesses in the area will also benefit from more traffic in the area. Now, they're going to have a virtual information session, and that's going to be on May 9th at 6 p.m. And uh, to register for that, you go to www.erie.gov slash storefront. I'll say that again, www.erie.gov slash storefront. Uh, and again, it'll be on May 9th at 6 p.m., the virtual information session. And if, if you qualify and all that, uh, the deadline to apply is going to be on June 16th. So best of luck to our small businesses in and around our community, and we wish you the best. Carl, I can't believe this, but once again, we have been so silly and had so much fun that we have exceeded our allotment of time and fun. And it is time for us to put a bow on episode 14. All right, we will. And, and how do we do that, Carl? I will say... Be safe out there, folks. Be careful, and may the 4th be with you. And I will just follow up with, may the 4th also be with you. See you next time. Thanks.